Hello and welcome to episode 41 of Art Rambles. I'm RJ, RJ underscore that's art, and it is October 28th, 2023. I finally checked the date before uh, I started this, so that's that's a first. I only took 41 episodes. (laughs) Uh, Just going to keep... What was I going to keep? I don't know. I don't know what I was going to say. Keep it short. Uh, I am going to be starting... Hold on, there's a bird outside my window, and my two cats are uh, watching it. So that if that showed up on the uh, the recording, that was just them attacking the window. They're protecting me. On Monday, the 30th, if I looked at the date correctly for today, uh, I am going to be starting uh, doing artist trading cards again. I have a bunch that are already done, and they're signed, and I have more that I have to sign, but I'm going to try to do one a day. I think it's supposed to rain tomorrow and also Monday. I would like to get a photo of them, uh, just to have a photo of them, to put them up also on my pages and uh, my website. So if it is raining, it will be Tuesday (laughs) when I start, but I will be starting it as soon as I can get photos taken. I'm going to put that in the, uh, what am I calling it, the wheelhouse, the repertoire, uh, of stuff that I post. So the photos of my stuff, of my, my art, and then the, uh, digital stuff, and then the animations, and then the, uh, the trading cards are going to be popping up. So if you are interested in trading, uh, send me a message when you, when I have the cards posted, I will be posting them. I will try to do one a day, weather permitting, uh, Monday through Friday. I usually take the weekends off from posting, just to do other stuff and not be glued to my phone, uh, trying to stay healthy. Uh, I'll talk about that more in a second because I read something and I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. But I will be doing the trading cards. If you are interested in trading, just send a message or leave a comment on one of the posts. It will be me talking. Uh, you'll see my hairy hands and I'll be like, this is an artist trading card. It's up for trade. And then I'll, ha- I'll say how to do a trade. I keep it really simple. I basically you have to have a trading card if you don't have trading cards they're super easy to get into you can cut your own paper like bristol paper acrylic paper uh any thick paper that is thicker than sketchbook paper because you don't want it to be floppy you want it to be like stand up on its own like a trading card like a pokemon or a Yu-Gi-Oh or a magic the gathering card uh then you just draw your thing on it or do you art on it I will have videos up talking about the papers that I use, and I haven't decided if I'm going to talk about the materials, but I don't see why not. Uh, But the papers are like the big thing. Uh, The Bristol paper, dry materials, and a little bit of acrylic marker you can use on it. And then acrylic paper is, uh, I have done, I do have a series of 10 of my meditation series that I'm posting, the ones on canvas and panel, I do have those on acrylic paper, uh, trading card size. And uh, that, you have to be prepared when you're doing that with acrylic paint on the acrylic paper because it will warp, but it will flatten out when it dries. So don't panic if, if you do use acrylic paper. But back to the trading card, I tried to make it simple. Uh, I ship anywhere in the world as long as my country can ship to your country, uh, which there's only very few that I can't ship to you uh, from the U.S. Uh, 
and it's basically a standard envelope. So it's one of the cheapest things to ship. The most I've ever spent on shipping is around like two to three dollars. And that was to get uh, stuff up to Canada or one card up to Canada because they do count it sometimes as not bendable in the envelope. So they charge you more in the US. I haven't paid more than a dollar to ship it to somebody. But basically how it works, I have a post with a trading card. Uh, if you're interested in trading or just curious or have any questions, just leave a comment or send a DM. I'll answer uh, any reasonable question. <laughs> uh, not here to get trolled. Uh, and you show me your cards either on your page or you can send pictures on Instagram. Make uh, Please have them... Uh, visible in the chat. I hate opening photos. Uh, I've had experiences in the past where stuff I did not want to see, we all know what we're talking about here, uh, got sent to me and I clicked on it and then it takes over the whole screen. So please have it in the DMs seen uh, in the DMs. So I don't have to open anything. I won't open them. Uh, that's just my personal rule. Uh, so yeah, have to have a trading card. If you don't have trading cards, super easy to get into. I'll have stuff up. I'm very patient. You don't have to rush to get a card done to trade with me. Uh, if you're interested in trading, cause I have, I think 46 of them done plus 10 other ones plus 13 or so other ones. And there will be more. I'm working on a heel, a high heel series of trading cards at the moment. So there's no rush. So first thing, uh, Comment or DM must have a trading card. That's the only thing the trades are for. And then we just come up with a deal and then we exchange addresses and then that's it. That's that's the deal. I ship mine out. I, I usually tell uh, you when we do trade, uh, when I'm going to ship out the, uh, the post or not the postcard. Uh, the trading card. And then on the day that I ship it, once I drop it off at the post office, I tell you again that I, I shipped it just so everybody's like clear and everybody um, has fun. I try to make it as smooth as possible. I feel I would have to work it. I Maybe I should write it down. Uh, I am going to write it in the caption, but I should like work it out to, I want it simple. I want this to be fun. I want people to have a good time. Um, yeah, I just it's just trading cards. It's not like spending thousands of dollars and I have to insure something in the mail and stuff. It's you know, it's supposed to be fun. Uh most of my traction, if you are interested in trading, uh most of my trades have come from TikTok just because the algorithm's just better over there. Uh, I have tried a few Facebook groups. They do have artist trading card groups on Facebook. I was in a few of them. I have now left them, not because of any of the members. Uh, I had nothing but good trades there uh, and everything went smoothly. What happened was I think a lot of people got hacked and then it was just spam posting and it's like members only. So you have to like uh, sign up and then a moderator has to accept you. But it was just spam post after spam post, and it was just like dumb stuff. And then sometimes it would like be like borderline like soft core stuff. Um, there wasn't anything violent or anything, but it was just spam after spam. So I left those groups. So all my trades, uh, ninety, I would say like ninety nine percent of them have come from TikTok.
So if you are interested in trading uh, with me, probably better to see my videos over there just because the algorithm is better. Uh, I don't know what it's like now. I've been just posting my usual. I seem to cap out at like 250 views, but I'm only posting my animation thing. So nobody's got time for that because everybody's doing like the TikTok thing, which is fine. Uh, <laughs> not me being salty there. Uh, so yeah, TikTok, if uh, you you have an account, you can follow me over there. And if you are interested in trading, if you're, if, even if you're like a first time, you know, I, I only started doing trading cards this year. Uh, and you don't got to be nervous about showing me your cards. That's another thing too. Uh, I have, uh, I just want to collect cards and I want my cards out there. So I'm very easy. I'm not like, super picky. Uh, but also I've had people in the past and it's their right uh, to pass on my cards. They didn't like the cards I would I had available or whatever. And that's cool too. No hard feelings. I'm not throwing a hissy fit or <laughs> they don't want my cards. I'm never talking to them ever again. No, none of that. It's, it's all, it's supposed to be a trade. It's value for value my card for your card. And, and hopefully everybody's happy. And everybody had a good time and uh, it's a new way to get your art out there. And it's one of the cheapest ways in today's modern world uh, to do it. So I have fun with it and, you know, I like making art. So it's not, I'm trying not to be stressed out about it. So, uh, yeah. So if it's your first time doing a trading card, just, just shoot your shot. It's, it's basically it, and, you know, and uh see what happens because i i don't want anybody to have like a bad experience with the trading cards especially for me uh just because i'm trying to get more people into it because most of my trades have come from people who uh it's their first card the the groups and stuff though they're more experienced but it, like i said it's been nothing it was nothing but good times until it got like spammy and then i was like okay this is just filling up my feed on facebook and it's just annoying so um but yeah, just, you know, have a good time, have some fun with it. And uh, I don't know, start collecting. I have a binder full of cards. There's only like four pages. So I've probably done, I want to say near 20 trades. So I'm not the most experienced person, but I'm just trying to get better at it. So those videos will be popping up Monday or Tuesday. I have to set up my, my uh, ring light and uh, stuff like that. So uh, yeah, artist trading cards. I found out about it. I think I found out about it when I was looking up mail art, M-A-I-L. Uh, and I also have some postcards, but I haven't figured out how I'm going to do those yet. So I'm going to hold on to those until I figure out what I want to do with them. I have only one series done of them, but yeah, so I'm going to be doing videos, talking, trying to get some trades. Uh, probably in the middle of November or even at the beginning of December, I'm going to start doing uh, TikTok lives of just me drawing a trading card uh, and talking, you know, 20, 30 minutes at the most. And then uh, I'll start doing those. What I'm trying to do is trying to like, because before I was like doing like, 20 things at once. I'm trying to be like, okay, I'm comfortable with this. Let me add one more thing into the rotation and then build upon that and figure out what I'm doing with that. Like more focus on like the individual thing instead of this like scatter shot 
kind of thing. Which brings to the phone uh, addiction thing, which I've talked about before, but this made a lot of sense. Uh, (laughs) Most angry people aren't angry. This is what Google told me when I was looking up something. It's actually because uh, the phones... And just the social media and stuff, nobody has an attention span anymore. So nobody can like take in what's happening around them and then like think about it. I think it's because, and I, I've been, oh God, I'm, I was so moody. I like cut back on social and stuff. I was moody for like two weeks, but there's this, uh, obviously you're getting dopamine and serotonin. I believe you're getting serotonin. And then uh, you're just bombarded with so much information over and over and over and over again. Your brain doesn't know what to do with it. So, you know, you you deal with something in like real life or family or, well, family is annoying. It's not a good example. Like <laughs> who who's not going to be mad at family? But there's, you don't have a chance to process anything or you don't know how to process that, that was the scary part for me, where it was like, I would rather look at my phone than uh, work on something or, you know, it was just cutting into stuff. So I'm trying to ease it back in, but have like a structure with it. So that's why I'm doing one thing at a time. I'm actually, this is the other, <laughs> I think it's funny. This is the funny thing with uh, the photos, Right. When I was going like all out, I was like, you know what? I'm going to post like 10 a day. I'm going to I'm going to be doing this and this and this and this and this. I was so I was getting not anxiety, but so frustrated with editing uh, my photos, I, videos. N- not so much because I really pulled back on the videos, except for, like I said, the artist trading cards that I'm going to do. But the photos, it was just like, I had to get it perfect. Why did, Why is that looking weird? That color's off. Did I make it too bright? Why did I do that? But then I took a break. And now since I've been posting again on basically Instagram to bots and uh, nobody else, but <laughs> the freedom, uh, I do appreciate all the likes. And if you are somebody who has given me likes, I do appreciate it. Uh, you, I am forever grateful. And, uh, but yeah, I, I realized that I'm, well, I don't know if I'm better at editing. I, that's a, that's a large leap. I mean, I'm doing it over and over again, but I don't care as much and the stuff looks better. Like I'm happy with the stuff, like the photos, like they're not perfect. The lighting's not going to be perfect. I'm dealing with outside. Usually I take my photos in the morning before the sun comes out. I don't know the correct time to do it. It's on an angle. It's not directly in the sun. I'm trying to get all like fancy with it. But the amount of like, I care, I want the photos to look good, but I don't want to spend like an hour editing one photo and just having like an OCD attack uh, with my editing app. Uh, so yeah, the, the amount of caring I have has dropped for my editing and my happiness is up. I have, I feel like I don't care. (laughs) And I feel good about it. Like, like what I mean by don't care is like, I don't care if it's perfect as long as it's like close, like as long as it's close. That's all I want. 
just make it look because I can't control some things. And I, I had to I had to realize that I like I can only see my art in front of me in person or through my iPad or iPhone. And you can control the brightness on those two things. So it's like, okay, if I work myself up, I'm trying to get the perfect photo. And then I'm working with like the lighting on like, or the brightness on like half. Uh, And somebody else has their brightness higher or even lower. My art's going to look different. And I thought about that and I went, why the fuck am I caring so much? (laughs) And it was a whole new world. The stress went away. From that part of of my life, the editing and the photos, like I got, I need a perfect photo. I need the lighting good. I need I need all this shit. I can't control people's phones or the screens. They could be looking at it with the uh, the blue shade on. I can't control that. I can't control their brightness. I can't control if they're using an old phone or a tablet or a desktop. It's all different. I was like, why the hell are you getting so stressed out? And I was like, shit, I don't know. <laughs> because this is what I do. I take the hard road around and then I finally come to my senses and I'm like, oh, there was an easy way this whole time. So, uh, (laughs) and then there's another thing too, where it's just been, it's been so slow with social just because they've changed everything and, you know, the algorithm and how I want to do things and just the way that I am is like, if I get like a crappy photo in the morning and it doesn't work out, like there's glare or something went wrong, I'm like, whatever, I'll just do it tomorrow. And it's like no big deal. Because I know, and this is this is probably me being like pessimistic, but I know when I go to post, I'm going to one, be stressed out because the fo- it, it looks wrong and I can, I can do a little better. Uh, because, you know, there's a problem with like the angle or there's too much, I don't know, there's a shadow or something. Like, I can't edit those out. I don't know how. <laughs> I know bare minimum. Uh, and then when I go to post, I'm going to spend all my time doing that. And then I'm going to post, I'm going to get likes, I'm going to get like single digit likes on uh, Instagram. I'm going to get nothing on Twitter. Uh TikTok, I'm just doing like my Kelly walks into the thing. I don't, uh, uh, let me talk about the music in a second. I don't want, uh, oh yeah, I'm going to post. I get nothing. I get single digits on Instagram. I'm grateful for all the likes from real people. Uh, I get nothing on Twitter, nothing on YouTube, uh, nothing on TikTok. So it's like, why, why am I stressed out? Like I, I gotta be here today. Just, I was like, just chill. Just like, you don't. Go do something else. You, I have the ability, and I'm grateful for it. I can entertain myself. I think there's a lot of people who can't, especially guys. I'm not sure about the ladies. But uh, I have hobbies. I have the art thing. I, have, I like reading books. I'm listening to audio books, and I'm trying to lower down my screen. I, like, I can occupy myself, uh, which is a skill. It's a skill worth having. I think so. And then on the music thing, I'm not using music in my post right now. I don't know if that'll change. But right now, because I came to the conclusion that I was like, okay, I'm spending time looking up music. And it became like, okay, I need something that fits my art. 
Like what song would fit this post? And that became like a whole OCD thing. And I don't have OCD except on like two things. I don't know if that's like a thing. And then it was like, well, I don't want, I don't want the music to change what I'm trying to do with my art. Because the music you put with your art can be very influential. I, I know it can help with the algorithm and it can, if you're using like a popular thing and stuff. But like if I put like a classical piece of music on a Kelly animation, it's going to change the tone of the animation. And I don't want that. I don't, I don't want somebody else's work like somebody else's uh, vision, is it, would that be the right word? I don't, I don't want the music to dictate, and I know most people, I, I think most people don't listen to stuff with their volume on, but I don't want the music to dictate how my art is perceived because you can easily manipulate the emotional response of something with music. So I, I don't want that. I, I just, it's just something I'm trying out and everything's silent. I like quiet. I know I talk a lot, but I do like quiet. It's very nice. Uh, <laughs> I do like it, but I talk a lot. Uh, as long as it's me talking, I'm okay with it. <laughs> I'm the only one who can make noise. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So yeah, I don't want, I don't want that to happen with my art. I don't want to change what I'm trying to go after. And I also don't want to spend, I don't want to spend time looking up music just to use in a post. Like I want it to be like, if I listen to music, I want it to be because I'm listening to music. Pixie's going after a bird. (laughs) So yeah, that's, that's the other thing too, which, um, so I'm, I'm, I'm doing that, not using music. Everything's quiet. I'm posting my things. I'm going to start the trading cards. What else? Uh, it, it feels really good, though. I will be honest. I'm, I hate the algorithms now. And I know I've bitched about that a lot. But at the same time, I always try, or at least I hope I always try to find a silver lining in almost everything in, uh, in my life. I think because it's so frustrating on social that it was a big, like, I would say, what did I say, a check? What am I using, chess terms now? I would say it was a big eye-opening experience when everything just became, like, nothing. Like, you could post and get views on Instagram back in the day. TikTok was the same thing. Um... I never really had a footing on Twitter or anything like that or YouTube, but it was very eye-opening where it was like, well, if I'm spending four or five plus hours going around and doing stuff and I'm not getting anything out of it and I have to do this every day, is there stuff something I can do to better my time and cut down my screen time and try to get that into uh, check? We're using chess terms today. I've been, I've been playing chess online. Uh, <laughs> If you do play chess, uh, I am on chess.com, uh, RJ300, that is RJ300, if you do play chess, uh, we can play a long game, 
Uh, so it can be multiple days for each move. We don't have to do like a 10 minute game because uh, I know people are busy. People don't want to be in, you know, playing a 10 minute game that takes like 25 minutes or however long it would take. Uh, so long games, chess.com, RJ300. <laughs> I believe it's RJ300. I will, I will get back to you on that. But I, yeah, I just, I feel better. I'm reading more trying to get, I'm, I'm doing my little book list thing just to see if I can do it. I'm not really big on like completing the list. I like, I'm an adult. Why am I doing, um, a book challenge? You know, I enjoy the books. Although I've ran into two bad books this week. One of them I picked up at the library because it's Halloween's coming up and it was a Halloween or a horror table and the cover looked cool. The cover looked really cool. And that's how it got me. And it was like a short book. It's like 120 pages, right? I didn't understand a damn thing that was happening in it. Not because, not because it was crazy or it was, uh, it was just, oh God, it was so bad. It was, uh, nothing but blackened teeth. I don't remember the author's name, (laughs) but it used the thing, but I did learn something from it. Not from the book. Well, no, I learned from the book. You can learn a lot from a bad book. So I had to like Google the book and I was like, am I missing something here? How is this a thing? And it uses a thing called purple prose. And purple prose is flowery, poetic writing where you try to be fancy. Like I would read a whole paragraph of this book. And I would be like, I have no idea what this person just said. It was, it was just, oh my God, it was so bad. (laughs) But you learn a lot from bad books. It makes the mediocre ones better and the great ones look even greater. Uh, And then an audio book I listened to and it started off fun. It was another horror one. I'm trying to do horror stuff for like Halloween um, the haunted forest tour. It started out fun and then it just kept. There's only been a few books in my life where I've sighed from listening to it or been like, oh my God. Oh, Jesus. Like, like it was just, I don't know if that was audible, but the amount of sighing I was doing just getting through this audio book for eight hours. It was, it was, um, it was painful. So right now, <laughs> right now I am reading, I just, start, I finished the first chapter today, Gwen in Green by Hugh Zachary. If you want to look at a cool cover art, uh, it is, who did the cover? Give me the cover art. It has like the 19, it's from the 1980s. Uh, no, 74. Wow. I was off. It's from 1974. And the cover painting is by George Zeal. Z-I-E-L. Uh, I haven't looked up uh, like any of his other art, but I guess he did a lot of book covers back in the day and it has like, um, let me describe it. It has a woman, uh, she's in, I'm going to assume a swamp because it takes place in like a swampy area. Uh, she has long hair, they kind of look viney. Uh, they're covering her breasts. She's got like a vine going down on the left side. Then her breasts are covered, and she's in like water, 
and she's got like this stare where she's not looking directly at you, but she's like looking above you. And she looks like she's like seeing something or she's like going crazy. I won't spoil any of the book. Uh, and then there's like a white lotus flower right above her. Uh, okay, I should reword that. A white lotus flower below her like belly button. You can tell where I'm going with this. And uh, the tagline is an evil and ancient power lay waiting in her mind. So it's a lady going crazy. So uh, <laughs> I am reading that. Uh, first chapter was uh, fun. Uh, very short. It was only like four pages. I did uh, come up with a question because uh, there is a possum in front or not. There's a possum in the first uh, chapter. Uh, described horribly. Because I Googled, I, I know what a possum looks like. I Googled it for another reason because I completely forgot that possum has an O in front of it, which I think is dumb. <laughs> but it was describing the possum in this horrible, like maybe like, okay, I understand why it's a horror book. But like the Google image photo of it on like, as soon as you type in possum, it's like the cutest damn thing. It's a possum and there's a bunch of little baby possums on their, on its back. And it's just looking all adorable and stuff. So I was kind of, I was more, I wasn't upset. I was like, all right, you're making me think possums are ugly, but I think they're cute. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why there's an O in front of it. And I, I forgot to Google that because I was too busy looking at possum photos on Google Images. This is what I do with my day when I'm not doing art or reading. Uh, and then I started the audiobook of uh, The Wheel of Time, book two, The Great Hunt, uh, narrated by Ros Rosamund Pike. Uh, and she did an excellent job in the first book for the narration. And she, I really like her character on uh, the TV show. Because uh, I've been watching that. I'm watching the season finale of season two tonight at around eight. And then I have to find another show to watch, which will probably be a K-drama lovey-dovey romance. Uh, so yeah, I got I got that. I'm I just started that because I'm listening to audiobooks. Uh, if you know when I'm when I have some free time and I'm not out and about. And, you know, eating lunch or dinner, if I'm at home and I'm eating lunch and dinner, I'm my go-to is to, like, watch YouTube. And I realized I, I'm not entertained by this anymore. Uh, and it's just the same thing over and over again. Or when I'm eating, I watch food stuff, which I think people do. I guess that's got to be kind of like the equivalent to like, I don't know why, you know, I'm eating something and then I'm watching people eat other food or cook other food. So I guess it's like the equivalent to like, oh God, what was I going to say? <laughs> I was going to say it's the equivalent to like, uh, if you're in the mood and you, you watch some adult stuff on uh, online. No, no, let me rephrase it. You watch a Russ Myers film. Let's be classy here, RJ. We don't watch adult stuff. We watch classic films with uh, nude women in it because it's art. Okay. Uh, some Russ Meyer films. If you don't know who that is, it is a man. Hi, Connie. Uh, I'm talking about women. She doesn't like that. Uh, <laughs> uh, it, uh, Russ Meyer is a man. 
Yes, yes, Connie, who directed movies, and he had a thing for the uh, large-chested ladies. But it's art, people. They're badass women, and some of them, I haven't watched all of his stuff, but there's they're just badass women, and they know what they got, and they're kicking ass, and they ain't taking shit from nobody most of the time, at least from what I've seen. So... <laughs> know where how the hell did i get into that uh yeah so other than that i working on my little superhero thing which is it whenever you see this i'm basically just doing sketches right now i haven't even got to like the final part i'm still trying to figure out what i want the uh, the stick figure superhero to look like (laughs) so i've been working on this for days the stick figure but uh yeah, it's it's going to be one of those art things. And I think it happens a lot with modern art. But it, it's this is like the one, my realization, where I was like, people are going to see this and not realize how long this took. Because <laughs> it's going to look like it's done in like five seconds. But I've been sketching for three days. So just on a character of a stick figure because I couldn't get it right and it's getting closer to where I want it and then sometimes I just go completely off. I'm in the experimental phase. This is the experimental phase of my art series. It happens with every series. It'll go through like 30 changes before the time I'm done. But it's going to look like it took like five seconds and called it a day. But in reality, this took this took months. <laughs> And I think it's funny just because it look whatever because it looks like that. So uh, I'm gonna call it a night. Uh, it went longer. I didn't I say at the beginning of this I was gonna keep it short. That was a lie. Uh, so yeah, artist trading cards. Look out for them. Uh, and I will see you around and go do some art and stuff. I don't know what stuff is. Don't watch a Russ Myers film unless you're by yourself. Or if you got like a cool partner, you can watch a Russ Myers film. Although some of it's like, I, I, if I remember correctly, sometimes there is some like non-sexy stuff in it. And what I mean by that is like, like I don't know, slapping around, stuff like that. But it's the 60s. I, I didn't make the film. So <laughs> I'm going to shut up. <laughs> If you want to see some badass women with heavy chests, watch a Russ Myers film. If not, uh, I haven't really watched. um, I make it sound like that's all I watch. (sighs) I could edit this out, but I'm not going to. There could be just like a whole blank spot of me talking about his films. But um, I don't know. I'm doing research for a series, so... I have to watch his stuff. All right. Have a good night. Bye.